0: Welcome back to Pop Pinions. Pop
1: Pinions.
0: Here on the Dion Family Network, Jack and Casey, episode three.
1: Three. Here we go. Yeah. I still am haunted by your last one though, I've gotta say.
0: With your the one's gotta go.
1: Yeah, with the Drew Barrymore, Kate Hudson, Kristen Bell. It still like haunts me that I chose <laughs> wrong. I've like such yeah i know it's just a game but i really take it seriously
0: i know i i gave How you to, i gave you a hard option i gave you difficult option i have
1: to calm it down yeah i know it's tough
0: yeah but now episode three we've got a couple and, new gimmicks yes uh not gimmicks, gimmicks. No. kind of makes it sound weird like no um we have a
1: new word segments g- yeah segments Good. i
0: like that i was trying yeah. to think of radio um We've got we're gonna challenge each other each week to watch a movie we either haven't seen. I don't think we said this for to each other, but it's either we haven't seen or haven't seen it for a while. Okay, I like just adding both in there where it's like, oh, I've seen this, but when's the last time you really saw it? Right,
1: because sometimes when you see a movie again, you you take something new away from it. Like maybe you're in, in the first time you watched it, maybe you weren't in a good mood or maybe you weren't in the mood for that kind of movie. So you don't take it fully in and you don't fully appreciate it. So this is, you know, our challenge to each other.
0: Mm-hmm. And, but first. But first. We're going to do our own, this is our own personal opinions. Yes. The top well, the 10. the
1: whole show is our own personal opinions. It's yes. our pop opinions. Pop opinions.
0: <laughs> uh, we're going to do our top 10. we kind of... We call these different we describe them to each other differently right i say underappreciated underrated
1: hidden gems
0: yeah uncut gems
1: no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah underappreciated or just maybe people don't even know that these movies like, not exist but maybe they just were like didn't see it or they it didn't get maybe the full accolades we think that they should have
0: Mm -hmm. even if and i can fully admit one of a couple of these movies i don't think are really good movies but just i like them
1: right right well that's that's what happens right there's so many movies out there depends what kind of category you're looking for right
0: Mm -hmm. yeah all right let's get into it okay um you have one honorable mention
1: I do have an honorable mention, yes.
0: Uh, I'm going to give you my first two because I have three because okay. I really couldn't narrow it down. So wow. I did, okay. I'm, I'm not describing these. The last one is the one that I'm going to give it like a like a sales pitch almost. Okay. Okay. Hit my me. first two mm-hmm. uh, Safe Haven. Oh, okay. Julianne Huff, Josh <laughs> Dumel.
1: Right. I wonder why you picked that.
0: It's honestly for a love story. She's kind of a survivor. Yes. It's, it's not it just is. her. Mm-hmm. I do like her, but.
1: She's probably your num- one of your number one crushes. She's in yeah. the top five anyway, right?
0: Yeah, but we don't need to talk about that. Right oh, okay. Now. Sorry. It's okay. Um, Yeah, I just like that movie as like a rom-com kind of.
1: And Kobe's in it. Kobe, Ka- Kobe uh, Smulders.
0: Oh, I think it meant Kobe Bryant. No. I was like, why would he be in that movie? No, Kobe. Oh. Who I really like. I don't really remember her in that movie. I just kind of remember it.
1: Was- pretty significant role
0: i just remember them too okay i haven't seen it in a while but okay. i just thought it was underappreciated okay my other one uh before we head to yours is kicking and screaming okay i'm gonna give this one a little bit just because it's is will, that will ferrell will ferrell okay. soccer? um soccer mm-hmm. um i think robert duval is his dad and they both coach rival soccer teams will ferrell for a will ferrell character it's very like he's not reserved but He's like he didn't drink coffee at the beginning of the movie, and then he starts drinking coffee, and he becomes obsessed with it. And Mike Ditka, is a very famous football coach, starts coaching the soccer team with him. Okay, just a really funny movie.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I have to say I don't know if I've seen it. You know, it'd be really fun after this list. We take one of these movies and we say that's the one you have to watch. So, yeah. That'd be yeah. that'd be good, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so mine is Kodachrome. Co- wait, Kodachrome. <clears throat> Yeah, Kodachrome. So it's a Netflix movie, and it has Ed Harris, uh, Jason Sudeikis, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, and um, Ed Harris plays this famous photographer who's got. It's a film Kodachrome's called. It's like a type of film that they don't they don't process anymore. So the whole movie is like this road trip, but he's he's ailing, and so Elizabeth Olsen takes is the one taking care of him, and Jason Sudeikis is his son. And so the three of them go on this road trip to go to the last place that's gonna, per- like, um, do the film to. Thank you. Help me with the word. To produce. Yeah. To yeah. To make it into pictures or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, oh, develop. Develop. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, I hate when that happens. To develop this film, so it's just a movie about like a road trip, and you know they have like an estranged, of course, relationship, and yeah.
0: Wait, right. like the so Jason Elizabeth
1: Stikus and. The dad at oh, Harris. Okay. Elizabeth Olson plays The Caretaker.
0: Oh, Caretaker. Oh, I thought
1: I pretty thought... sure. Yeah, from what I remember of it. Anyways, I thought it was really well done. It's just yeah, it's a Netflix movie. So yeah.
0: When's it from? Like, do you remember when
1: Ooh, uh, I would say within the last few years. Okay. Yeah. I probably yeah, I'd say it maybe came out three years ago. If I had if I had to guess. I could be totally wrong. Sometimes my time is ooh. Yeah. So All that's right. my K.
0: The other one? Uh, it's called High Flying Bird.
1: Okay. Never it's
0: heard of it. also a Netflix movie. It's a Steven Soderbergh movie. Mm, um, it's about... I mean, it's a shocker. It's about sports. It's about... But it has pretty much nothing to do about the actual game. It takes place during the lockout, which is when uh, the owners and players can't agree, uh, can't agree to a collective bargaining which agreement. Which sport are we talking about? Uh, it's about a basketball player. Oh, okay. And then... So basically, the movie is about... uh this player who's actually like a like internet personality in real life his name's Melvin Gregg, mm-hmm. who's like not not hard. like he's okay he's just playing a basketball player but it's his agent who's trying to fix the lockout and make sure his player like his like clients are getting paid and it's kind of like a uh struggle for not just him but just you could see you can it's kind of like behind the scenes of NBA, quote-unquote, basketball. Oh, okay. And uh, Zazie Beetz is in it. hmm Who, you know, remember yep. who? Okay. Yep. And she plays, like, his assistant. And then it's kind of, like, not, like, double-crossing, but in terms of, like, basketball player, client, and agent, it's kind of a lot of, like, weird back and forth where you don't really need to know about basketball because they don't talk about it that much. It's more about just kind of the business side uh, of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like but that it's, kind of it's, stuff. it's so... Not like well shot, but it's so interesting how it's shot.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting. Maybe I'll check it out then. Maybe. All right.
0: All right. Let's go to your number 10.
1: Uh, I didn't actually put them in order, but I can probably do it on the fly. Um, I will say my number 10 is About Time, it's called. It has Rachel McAdams. And I'm sorry. I don't know how to say this man's name, but it's. I think it's Dom Domnell. Domino? Oh, Gleason? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, it's about time travel and I think when people see it they think, "Oh, it's just going to be this cheesy kind of rom-com time travel," but it's actually got a lot of heart to it and it has it's a very endearing story and it's really well done the way it is because it's it's not like he can time travel well, you'd have to watch it. it. It's he just can like if he's on a date and something goes wrong, he can go into like a dark room and go back like twenty minutes and then re. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's got um, it's really, it's really well done. It's really sweet, and I think a lot of people saw it because Rachel McAdams had just done a movie called Time Traveler's Wife. So I think when so everyone you're thought, kind of pigeonholing yeah her into I, I oh, think you're everyone's just doing like oh traveling. okay here's another time but it, it's not it's it's a lot. It's just, yeah, I think it's a... I thought it was really well done. Yeah, I thought it was cute for a rom-com, and yeah, that's mine.
0: Yeah. Do you want to rank them as... A, or internally, or are you just going to do it on the fly?
1: Yeah, I'll do it on the fly. Oh, I'm I, willy-nilly.
0: I couldn't. Uh, I had to be too organized. Oh, okay. All right. My number 10 is nonstop. Nonstop.
1: Non-stop. Is it's, that Liam Neeson? It is Liam Neeson okay. and Julianne
0: Moore. Um, is it the train? Plane plane which is why it's funny that liam neeson kind of did like planes and trains right but not automobiles not automobiles. <laughs> um so it's kind of it's a uh, his character is pretty much like a he's a drunk but not like overly he's a like airplane marshal where he's not like fully dressed up in police gear but he is a like detective or right. like an officer of the law okay and there's uh, to be honest I don't remember the exact details of this okay. but like it's I saw it a little bit stuck ago with you right because it's just it's not a good movie and it's just basically just like a who done it, and it turns into like oh we're gonna blame this person and this person and Julianne Moore is kind of trying to help him figure it out and then he blames her at one point it ends up going to like this insane ending where you find out who it is I think it was like the first person they suspected okay and like they uh uh there's like guns flying through the air they like open open the airplane and he has to like jump through the air catch his gun and shoot the yes. guy to end the to spoiler yes. alert but it's just uh yeah it's not a great movie but if you want a good a good just few or not a few hours but just it's probably a couple hours of just entertainment you don't really have to pay attention to the plot too much right because it's just a who done it, yeah or who's doing it because they're like threatening to what i
1: was i don't know i was just looking at my microphone for a sec sir
0: uh just that they're threatening to kill people right and liam neeson has to save the day
1: i i think i saw it but i i don't know i can't be for sure
0: it's definitely one you can you can watch again and you'll probably be like oh yeah i remember this i remember okay. this person right. in it. and he does it at the end and they try to like bomb the plane it, it gets very ridiculous but that's kind of where it had to go from right. what it was okay so yeah that's my number 10
1: Okay, my number nine is uh, Where'd You Go Bernadette? It has Kate Blanchett, has Kristen Wiig. She actually plays a really funny role. It has Billy Crudup. And um, what I liked about it, it's really quirky. That's You'll find a theme in my movies is I like the quirkier ones. Um, she plays this, uh, she's an artist and she kind of got, you know, she had a child and then kind of stopped doing it. And then she wanted to still live her passion and, It's a really, it's a beautiful mother-daughter relationship too. And there's, it's just crazy. And Kristen Wiig's character is really funny in it um, because she plays this uptight like neighbor and Kate Blanchett's like growing trees in her house and stuff like she's. So very
0: not what you'd expect from those two. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's really good. It's really cute. I think it's a good movie. It used to be, it was a book, but I never read it and I saw the movie and I liked it. Yep.
0: All right. Uh, my number nine yeah is a million ways to die in the west
1: uh okay
0: it is seth MacFarlane.
1: oh you i did watch this right
0: yes it's again not an overly great movie it's just kind of seth MacFarlane's the main character we're in the wild west and it's very just old time stuff people just randomly dying shootouts and neil patrick harris uh amanda i can never say her last name right seyfried yeah amanda seyfried Charlize Mm -hmm. theron is Mm -hmm. the like sidekick and anti- or protagonist, where right. she kind of helps Seth MacFarlane because he's not like a overly skilled person, so she helps him like learn how to shoot and stuff. It's just a fun, again, a funny. Just I
1: do kind of remember it, but I have yeah. a really bad memory too. So
0: it's not like a great movie. It's not one that's gonna like win awards, but it's just kind of. I need to put a movie on. Oh, I just thought of another
1: movie now. No. But I did. I know, but we can always do another one.
0: I know. I honestly might take another one out because of the movie I just thought.
1: Oh, was even better? Yeah. All right.
0: Can't change it right now. I don't want no. to do
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can.
0: Actually, no. I I know one I know the one I'll switch out. Okay. Uh so your number what are we on? Eight? Seven?
1: Eight? Yeah. Um, okay. Eight. So I'm gonna say my eight is fracture. So this is uh, This was my challenge movie for Jack, but it has Ryan Gosling, Anthony Hopkins and Ryan Gosling plays a lawyer who is moving from, I think he does like public like service or whatever, public lawyer, like like pro bono stuff. And he's moving to this like fancy big firm, but he has to finish this one case, which happens to be Anthony Hopkins who attempted to murder his wife, shot her in the head. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't actually die, but she's in a coma. And so anyway, and Anthony Hopkins just plays with his mind all the time. Like he's one step ahead. He's a brilliant man in this movie. Like he plays like an arrow scientist or something. Aerodynamic. Yeah. I, ha- I,
0: have, I have notes on it, but I'll, I'll wait till we okay. get to.
1: Okay. Anyways, that's the one. I don't think a lot of people saw it. It was a bit of a sleeper movie. Like. It does have a bit of a slow burn, but I think the the chemistry between Ryan Gosling and Anthony Hopkins and and at the time, Ryan Gosling was pretty new on the scene. So to see him like I just thought he was brilliant in it. I thought he was really good. So, yeah, that's my number eight, I think.
0: Yeah. Eight. Excited. Nine. Uh, All right. My number eight Mm -hmm. is Jack Reacher
1: jack reacher
0: which for a tom cruise movie i don't think it's the amount of respect it deserves i don't think they did more than one i don't think it was good after that it's robert duvall being hilarious jack Re- i mean tom cruise just doing tom, tom cruise Curtis, things yeah uh warner herzog is the like uh, antagonist and is like missing fingers it's a really good especially the beginning of like it's just you're very confused. The beginning is like a sniper just taking out random people. But you learn as the movie goes on that they took out these people for very specific reasons. Right. And you get to hear about their stories, which is really sad because it's just people where it's like, oh, like he was going to um, get his wife flowers mm-hmm. or like they're having a rough time with their relationship. There's a babysitter. Right. that. Was I do spo-
1: remember that. They're all on the outside, right?
0: Mm-hmm. They're like it's in Pittsburgh and he's in like the shooter who I think it might be Jai Courtney if I'm. I'm going to look that up as we keep talking, but um, you just, you're picking people off and then you actually get to learn their stories. And then Rosamund Pike is the,
1: oh okay. Is that who it was? I was thinking it was Colby again. uh,
0: Yeah. Rosamund Pike. And um, she's
1: in um, fracture Fracture as well.
0: Yep. Um, And I I mean, just for like an action movie, again, it's nothing that intense. Like it's not the plot. Isn't that good? There's also a great scene where like Jack Reacher is on the run from the cops and he's in a car and he just kind of gets out of the car and lets it keep running. And then and it just slowly rolls down the street. And then he gets in line with a bunch of people at a bus stop and the people like protect him. They give him a hat and they shield him from the police so nobody can catch him. Um, What am I looking for?
1: i don't know i thought you said the shooter oh jack
0: courtney yeah is the shooter and then david oyelowo is like a you'd think he's a good guy but turns out he's a bad guy and he like tases rosamund uh, pike and uh that's the other one i forgot richard jenkins is uh rosamund pike's dad and like is also a lawyer and there's a great jump scare in it where she's like stressed out and she thinks like the people that did this are going to look for and then he like opens her door our car door all of a sudden and she thinks it's them so, yeah, that's my number eight i love jack Great. reacher
1: yeah i know we like those jo- we like action movies though right mm-hmm. they're fun um okay so my number seven is actually a tv show uh i know it's and against the rules you Did break
0: the rules but let's hear i know it.
1: but i had to because this one i think had so much um potential to be a really great show, but I don't know if enough people watch it. So it's called happy ish and it has Catherine right. Hahn in it. And I think they only did like 11 episodes, but it's just really about this like marriage and he was on meds and then he's trying to go off like for antidepressants and he's trying to go off them. And I don't know. I just like, there's like a scene, like one of the very first scenes, they're all out smoking pot outside of their house while their kids all play inside. And, it was just, it's a really funny, funny show, but then it also has a lot of um, like real topics that they deal with.
0: Aren't there a lot of like cutaways of unrealistic events?
1: Yeah. But that's what I like. I right. like that kind of stuff. Like the daydreaming, trees, daydreaming. Yeah. Yeah. The trees talking to them. And yeah. Anyways. Yeah. They only did 11 episodes. I was really sad. And I watched them probably about 37,000 times each. I know them all off by heart now. So I loved it.
0: All right, that's your seven. Yes. All right, my number seven is amateur.
1: Amateur. Which
0: is another. It's a Netflix. It's a no. No. It's another basketball movie. Oh, okay. About uh, this kid who has dyslexia. I want to say. Okay. So he can't really. He has problems with not just letters, but also. or no! Yeah, dyslexia. Yeah. Um, and he gets finds. Uh, he's a very talented basketball player, and he's in eighth grade, and he gets recruited, which. not legal to do but he gets recruited to play for this like private high school which is coached by Peter Krause who's Mm. really good um is it Peter Krause
1: it's Peter Krause or something too I don't know if that's how you say it
0: but Uh, it might be someone else it might be like something I'm not okay you look that up for me I'm prepared Jack I'm sorry but I just (laughs) just and it's just the learning process of him where He's running their offense, but they just go, okay, it's play this. And they give him, they run the plays where it's, okay, if it's an odd number, you're going to go to the left. If it's an even number, you're going to go to the right. So they just make it easier for him for to him. figure it out. And then it turns into this whole, like, they think he's a professional and he ends up playing his old high school uh, in, like, a non-legal game. um who's the coach is it josh charles ah dang it that was my other i thought that yeah josh charles um the dad and dad and it's pretty good he used to play football he had a lot of like concussion problems and so he's a little uh a bit of a loose cannon uh but yeah uh amateur netflix movie nice
1: Nice. sorry
0: (laughs) it's okay i just if It's.
1: Yeah, yeah i know no i have an electrician we're trying to get a light and he <laughs> just called us and i'm trying to get the this light um done um
0: i can just keep talking about the movie if it's you okay want. it's
1: okay i can go okay. I can do it so my number i can't remember what number Six. i'm on though um is called the big fish And it's a Tim Burton movie and it's really magical (laughs) and I love it so much. I don't know. It's like, okay, so Albert Finney plays the, like he's an old man and he's going to die. And his son is Billy Crudup and he's telling him stories, but he always has this crazy imagination with things, the way he goes through life. And um, so it's also Tim Burton. So, you know, it's like very visually appealing, right? and um and then when they do the cutaways when albert finney is young it's ewan mcgregor playing oh yeah okay it's a really cute movie and it's i i really liked it and i wouldn't say i'm like oh i'm the biggest tim burton fan like i know megas and stuff i do like him i think he's he's got quite an imagination but yeah he's i think that one was brilliant
0: all right, so you ready for my number six? I am. Okay, so re- this is the one I'm replacing. It r- originally, was this is the end. Okay. Um, I'm replacing it now with pop star never stop popping. Oh. <laughs> which is just a hilarious. I didn't. I didn't think about it. I can't remember which movie you said triggered it, but I was just it's the lonely island so Andy Sandberg is basically doing a Justin Bieber impression he's a pop star that was in an old like boy brand boy band and he went solo it is really just a Bieber impression Tim Meadows is his uh, like agent manager uh, he at one point is marrying I don't know how her name it's like a and Poots. oh Imogene Imogene
1: Imogene hip or ha- Imogene
0: I thought it was her with P.
1: oh Imogene Imogene. anyways i love that name um she it's a great name
0: uh she's like his girlfriend and they're getting married and seal is singing at their wedding yes. and a bunch of wolves attack them it's a movie that doesn't make a oh. lot of sense see i was yeah. thinking
1: of that one you're thinking of the pots right yeah pots. i was thinking of this one
0: yeah but that's it is that one. it is just her boots pots um but just as a bieber impression and then they have a lot of like adam levine's in a song in a in a part of the movie uh as a hologram and just as a again you throw it on you don't have to pay attention it's a good Bieber impression and uh okay
1: sorry I'm focused now
0: so yeah pop star
1: nice I like it
0: and again it's It's just and it's a bunch of SNL people that just make small appearances like Bill Hader is a guitar like a uh instrument uh coordinator or something okay. on and then he also his gimmick is that he likes to uh flatline for fun okay yeah like in as one does yeah, yeah. he just likes to flatline why not mm-hmm.
1: um okay mine is my next one is moonrise kingdom Yeah. have you seen it yes i love that movie i love the way it's shot too it's kind of got this like Greeny, the tint of it, I really like. Yellowy kind of tint. It stands out. Yeah. So it has Ed Norton and Bill Murray, and it's like set in the 1960s. I think it's in like New England or something. And these two young kids fall in love and then they like run away together. I think, isn't Ed Norton in that? Oh, I did did say say him. Okay um yeah it's again it's so quirky because i was also going to put um the grand budapest hotel they're the so same wes anderson yeah i love i love him i think he's yeah i think he's really good he's definitely entertaining to me like i like quirky characters i like
0: and that's that's his mo
1: that it is for sure yeah that's me
0: all right uh, my number five and you're gonna love this one okay it's horrible bosses yes i think as a comedy movie i think it's extremely underrated yes you have the trio of charlie day jason Sudeikis, and jason bateman Bateman just all doing their like
1: and jennifer Aniston plays like i was gonna say yeah, sorry even, i'm and, not no, interrupting no. but she plays such a different character because she's so she's overly so sexual <laughs> right.
0: and just and is like spraying like he's uh they're She's a dentist, isn't she? Yeah, she is. And he's and Charlie Day is an orthodontist and he and
1: Isn't he just her assistant? Yeah, I think assistant. He's yeah, assistant.
0: But she uh uh not, not abuses but makes him unco- very uncomfortable. Right. Cuz she'll like spray his pants to try to see the see? outline of his penis. <laughs> right. She's yeah, just a very outrageous character. Kevin Spacey too. I know we're not supposed to talk about him anymore, but Yeah. He plays one of the bosses, Colin Farrell, because Donald Sutherland is originally, I think it's his Sadek's boss, but he gets in a car crash and like has a heart attack. So Colin Farrell, who's like a coked up, like, uh, yes. uh, not a like rich kid baby, what's that
1: called? I don't know. They're entitled.
0: Yeah, so he just thinks that he runs the show, and he ends up firing him. So then they have this whole plan to kill their bosses and kill each other's, each other's bosses. bosses and then they meet motherfucker jones who's <laughs> uh, jamie fox who just scares them the whole time mm-hmm. and it ends up he doesn't even has no. has done i think he's gone to jail but not for not murder For murder. and then he wants to open up uh a pink berry i think i think that's like his motivation oh, okay. he gets that he gets their money to give them advice to how to kill them and he's like yeah i'm gonna open like a yogurt shop or something
1: right <laughs> big bad guy
0: yeah so yeah, that's my number five. I
1: like it. Okay, my number four is called uh, Short Term 12. And it's, I don't know if it's a Netflix movie or if that's just where I watched it. I feel like that's just where I happen to watch it. Mm-hmm. So it has Brie Larson and Rami Malek in it. And they work at a treatment facility with like kids. And you know who else is in it? Uh, Caitlin, oh crap, sorry. D- uh, Dever, Dever anyways sorry it's she's really she's i mean
0: that's your first one that you didn't know i don't think i've remembered for any of my movies
1: i feel like it's like i want to say weaver but it's i think with a d i think it's but then i'm like deeper okay anyways sorry if that's wrong everybody but for all four people listening um <laughs> i'm just kidding anyways it's um it's got a lot of heart and i don't even think people know about it i love brie larson i think she is so phenomenal i think she's just one of those one to watch and i get excited when she's in a movie and um yeah so i really liked it short term 12 all
0: right yeah all right my run four now that was your number four yeah all right my number four which is a movie i know actually i don't want to preface it with anything it's mid 90s okay yeah a movie you mm-hmm. weren't as big of a fan of no. as me but i just love the story of this kid who just learns how to skateboard, skateboard. it's a very like simple story um one of his friends names is fuck shit mm-hmm. is what they call him Wow. Well, yeah yeah just just kids you know, kids in the kids, 90s kids even the, yeah uh even his brother is a very like troubled character and it's a jonah hill wrote produced, mm-hmm. directed all that fun stuff and i just think I just it was want
1: to say it's not that i didn't like it it's just that i think you just liked it more than i did
0: yeah yeah but just when we talked about it after i was i was really impressed and you were just kind of it was okay
1: yeah again maybe that's one of the ones i should watch them rewatch. Well, yeah um my turn yep um okay i'm gonna say the way way back
0: mm-hmm yeah
1: so it's about, oh, so I, when I looked this up, I didn't know this, but it's the same people that brought Little Miss Sunshine and Juno, which I really loved. It's definitely in that same category of kind of movies I like, but it has like, um, Tony Collette, Steve Carell are dating and then they go to the summer place and the kid who Liam James, I didn't know who, I, I don't know him from anything else, but he plays the sun and he, he doesn't like Steve Carell. His I car- say it's his steps. stepson and he's kind of a steve carl's kind of an ass he does a really good job acting like an ass and so he goes to this water park which is owned by uh sam rockwell and and uh, maya rudolph is um also works there and he just kind of learns how to become kind of a man through sam rockwell who plays a bit of a young like he his character is really great but man. he's got
0: but he's, he's got he's got his own issues. Like he's not by any means perfect.
1: No. So, but he just he kind of just calms him down a little bit. I find right. He's a little bit anxious and he was a little bit and he by the end he's got so much confidence and it's a really it's a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend that movie, The Way Way Back, because mm-hmm. my Sam's in it. That is true. Yes. Okay. Go uh, ahead.
0: All right. My number three. Yeah. Is set it up. Set it up. It is Zoe Deutsch and uh, Glenn Powell. They're both assistants. Oh, right, right, right. They're both assistants for Taye Diggs and... uh, Lucy Liu. Yep, I was getting there. It took me a minute. Sorry, Um, just helping you out. Thank you. Um, So basically their whole plot and scheme is they meet each other by... Uh, mix up a food delivery because she doesn't have any money so glenn powell takes the food from her they start to develop a bit of a relationship and they have this plan to set up their two bosses together in order to have less work more stress-free time i like the role reversal of tay Diggs is like a not like a rich but he's just not a like lucy Lou is a sports writer oh okay. and then tay Diggs is like a yeah, I don't really they probably say it. I just don't remember, yeah, but yeah, it's something yeah. where he's like a high end member of society, okay, and then, as they set them up, the relationship has their ups and downs, and then obviously the romantic the comedy, they start to fall yeah. in love, love mhm,
1: nice, yep. Yeah um okay I'm gonna say away we go is my number two so this is um I don't know a lot of people that even know about this movie but it has John Krasinski and Maya Rudolph Alison Janning and Maggie Hall and so John Krasinski and Maya Rudolph play a couple that are having a baby and they don't know where to raise the baby because they're not really around family well Sorry, his parents are around, but then they decide they're moving. So then they're like, well, where are we going to raise this baby to like have a family and have people around it? So they go around and they visit all their like people, like friends or relatives. And Allison Janney's character is crazy. I love her. And she's crazy. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal, they go visit and she is like next level. Like she doesn't even like strollers. So because that's pushing her kids away. So oh, her wow. character That's... is so funny and uh, they go visit friends. But it also has a lot of um, like deeper things that are like issues. But then it's really funny and it's endearing. And yeah, it's it's a really good movie. And I think it's very underrated because I don't even think a lot of people know about it. And it has John Krasinski in it, people. Come on. That's my number two. All
0: right. My number two is Searching. Searching. It is John Cho.
1: Okay. And the yeah. whole
0: concept of the movie is his daughter has been missing, kidnapped, you're not really sure. The whole movie isn't is recorded from either a phone, like mm-hmm. him looking at his phone, or it's majority of it's from his laptop or security cam footage. None of it's from an actual camera and he's trying to figure out what happened to his daughter. Like
1: right. Going on all her social media and stuff, right? Yep.
0: Yeah, contacting everyone, just trying I to figure I out I've what happened. I've seen that one. It's a really good movie. It's yeah. just really well done, especially for the the way it's filmed you're not expecting it to be that good you're like how can they carry a story like this but he's just for like an hour
1: and a half forever. yeah and he's just yeah.
0: he's panicking and you can see him walk away from the laptop and he's like what's happening i don't know my daughter she's like right. making random money transfers she's not going to piano lessons and he basically has to like relearn learn who his daughter was yeah i don't really remember the ending but that wasn't the point of the movie it was the right. ending? it was just the journey to just get there the,
1: yeah which most movies are like that right mm-hmm. i like that about movies uh that's a good one maybe I should watch that one because I don't know if I've ever seen it and I think we as parents we all think we know our kids but who they are on social media might be a totally different thing right yeah. so my number one thr- is Garden State uh I wasn't gonna actually put this one because I didn't think of it as an underrated movie but uh after talking to a few people they were like I don't think a lot of people have seen that movie which shocks me because it is like my number two movie Uh, it's probably my number two movie Mm -hmm. in the world. So Zach Braff wrote it, directed it, has Natalie Portman, has probably the best soundtrack you'll ever hear in your life. Maybe besides almost famous. And it's just about a guy who's been like overly medicated and, uh, he kind of goes off his meds and then he has to like, wow, like life is hard and you'll feel things, but that's so much better than not feeling, you know, like you got to go through things.
0: Okay. Yeah. And we're back. A little break.
1: Little break. Little time out for one second. Yeah. All and right. We're so all good. Garden State. So yeah, point. Garden State was my number one. I think everybody should see that movie. He's. I love Zach Braff. He's a good one. I also liked his other one with uh, Kate Hudson. Uh, wish, wish I was here. Wish you were here. Wish I was here. Yeah.
0: Wish He's good. here. Which someone you know saw. what?
1: He always introduces me to new music too, which I love. His pot, his uh, soundtracks are always out of this world. I think he's filming something right now. Makes me very excited. Anyways, go ahead. You're All number right. one. My number
0: one. Yes. And we've talked about this movie. Okay. But I love this movie and thinks it deserves more recognition. Okay. Chef. Chef one of honestly one one day obviously for this if we're talking about movies we Mm -hmm. have to go through our favorite movies ever it's gonna be on the list yeah just i love the john favreau is a, a like a very highly regarded chef but he's very stuck creatively where he has to do the same things every night but then he gets the chance to go with his buddy to uh uh refurbish and start a food truck and they start driving around the country with his son while he's on school break and he's on school break for i think about a month which <laughs> right doesn't really sound right but
1: yeah they get two months off in the summer
0: yeah but it just made it sound like it was like a
1: like a quick little march break type thing
0: yeah right and then just seeing him start off as this very uptight chef, and then just seeing relearning how he loves food, right? And them driving around, going to all these cities, and he gets to show his son all of the. You go to New Orleans and you get beignets, and right. you get like you get, get to try like
1: that's a road trip. You go too, to Texas right?
0: and you get brisket. You just kind of get to learn about how all of these. Cultures I can see, yeah, say in the America,
1: states and what they all eat and like, and yeah, and that's where we be found our love. Well, I don't eat them anymore, but we did the Cuban sandwiches, which we tried so hard because when that's when that sandwich is sizzling on the movie, it, you swear your mouth like starts salivating.
0: Mm-hmm. Even thinking about it right now, now.
1: <laughs> is it salivating? Mm-hmm. It's really <laughs> yeah, good. that's a good one. It's a really good one. Is there a female in it?
0: Ah, uh, Sofia Vergara. I is thought it was John Favreau's wife.
1: Yeah. Nice, and she was like, she wasn't on Modern Family yet, right?
0: Oh yeah, that that was like 2013 when that movie came out. I think. Yeah,
1: good, good pick. I like it.
0: All right, now we move on. Okay. Second segment.
1: Second segment.
0: We each picked you picked a movie for each other to watch. Yes. Uh, Do you want to just? go back and forth or just we talk about one talk about the other
1: i think we talk about one talk about the other okay because they're very different so different movies very different movies okay so i challenged jack to watch the movie fracture
0: a part of her list yes and a movie that honestly i hadn't heard of i looked at i honestly i read the description from amazon prime and i'm like okay i get why she wants me to watch this it's a lawyer it's young gosling anthony hopkins yep um i did take some notes from the movie great first um,
1: of all can i just ask did you like it
0: i loved it it was great it was amazing it was such a <gasps> I'm good so happy the only thing i called coming okay which isn't like that it's at the very beginning when he's like with his wife about to shoot her i'm like oh he's gonna shoot her right and like it just so happened at that point right after he shot her i paused and did uh, like had to go to the bathroom or something and i came back i'm like he just shot his wife like what the hell this Mm -hmm. is the first like 10-15 minutes of the movie yeah and it just kind of keeps escalating and then they slowly introduce Gosling's character which I think especially them two they have a few scenes together where I don't know if you'd remember like the detail of this where they go like pre-trial and uh Gosling is wearing a suit to work but he's going to a black tie event to uh Get in with the upper, like for the job he's going right. to. Okay. And he spills coffee on his like suit jacket that he would go to court with, so he has to wear a, his tuxedo that he's gonna wear to this black tie event to the opening. Okay. Opening trial, and Anthony Hopkins is like, um, Disney he just calls him Willie. Yeah, he keeps calling because a lot of like it's his William, right? Or... Yeah, but most people call him Willie in it. Oh, okay. And he's There's like, does that? Does that he he's like, does that? Does that bother that you? That i call you Willie? He's like, no, but like, cause they have this scene where. Um. Uh, the law firm that. Uh, I don't know if you if we go character name or.
1: uh, I think just go with the person's name, like Rosemond Pike.
0: Okay. Okay. So. Uh, like that's
1: a little extreme right and yeah, gosling's
0: know. uh law firm sends over like the because anthony hopkins is representing himself in yes, this trial because yes, he's a genius he's very smart macarthur he's like aeronautics or something aeronautics. which they, they say very late in the movie yes, but they do. the whole time i'm like what is like you could see what he does because they do this really funny thing at the beginning where he has like some diagram to help fix what they're doing and he kind of gives it gives it to them puts it on a screen and they're like oh do you want us to like run this he's like no he's like okay well, well should we do this he's like no just do it right. or like no like this is like I know I'm right and he right. drives off in his expensive car yes but Gosling's firm sends the papers of like this is everything you need to know about the trial and he sends it back to him like Anthony Hopkins sends it back to him with, with ha- just no no on every single page <laughs> right. and they have this face-to-face when Gosling goes to visit him and he's like well you need this for the trial. He's like, no, I, I no. don't think I do. No. And this, the court scenes are amazing, right? Because, uh, I actually don't know the actor's name, but it was Detective Nunnally who was sleeping with, or with Anthony. Oh, Hopkins. Billy Burke. Billy Burke, yeah. Yes. And sleeping with his wife. Yeah.
1: And, and he messes the whole thing up, right? Because
0: in the middle of court, he just goes, oh, objection. The judge goes, oh, what's what's your objection for? He's like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and Because he's he's not a lawyer. So like, oh, just explain it in layman's terms. Right. He's like, oh, like fucking my wife pretty much. <laughs> he just yes. says and just explode. And that just from there, it just turns into complete chaos. Right.
1: Yeah. And just the way it all shakes out in the end, too, which we... Maybe won't say because I think that's like those are my favorite kind of movies. Those like psychological thrillers where mm-hmm. he plays with him so bad. But they
0: they just it's twist and turns everywhere. Is, yeah. I was going to say one of my notes is. Ending with a twist after the twist. Yes. There's a twist. Yes. But at the end there's another twist. I know. It's
1: good. It don't you think it's like a sleeper like um sorry, not a sleeper movie, but it is a slow burn a little bit, or no? Were you pretty intrigued? I was
0: I mean, Shark yeah. shoots his wife pretty early in the movie. Yeah, no, and then but just then how they just... introduce Gosling's characters, like oh he's this young hot shot and he's, he's going to like one the... foot
1: out the door, he's like, Yeah, I'll just go finish this trial. and, and whatever, you know, like no whatever, big yeah, they'll just finish it up, no problem.
0: And now yeah, just the way he talks haunts him and he talked like anthony hopkins character talks about he was an egg farmer as a kid so he sends to his house a broken egg because his job as a kid was to analyze eggs and broken eggs Mm -hmm. and yeah it is very and it's
1: he also gosling plays that character that he's got one foot out the door and then he could walk away from the trial he could if someone else could take it over from that because he's a public defender or something right yeah cause... so he could just walk away and someone else could do it but he won't because he's just kind of got that ego about him but that's well, what makes he... him it, it's exciting to watch because he could walk away and make a lot of money and be at this new firm and he he just won't do it because he knows what this guy did was wrong and he wants to somehow prove it. It's a challenge, right?
0: Yeah, so. especially once he once that comes out that the detective that, who yes, arrested him yes. was just...
1: Because he set it all up. Anthony Hopkins knew, right? He knew he exactly
0: what to do at every level. Every, yeah. And then Gosling loses the case and he comes back and he's like, no, like I can do this. Yes, I need to do it.
1: Right? He's like, no, I might watch that again tonight, maybe. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. A and just
0: one. the way the ending of just like I don't wanna again no, spoil it but no,
1: you don't wanna spoil it, but it's so good. But
0: how I could say it this way, how Gosling figures out what he did wrong. Right. Is something so small and it's a few seconds of him like panicking and he realizes it and he's like, Wow, like he really he really did it and they kinda have like this final scene together where they're just back and forth and he's like, Oh, you know, I could Frame someone else for doing this, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, I could, but I know, I know what it really I know what's really gonna happen, and yeah. it does end with them going back to court." We yes. say that,
1: yes. And he has a lot of lawyers with him, Anthony yep, Hopkins, all the suits with them. So he can't do it on his own. He needs all the the big men, the mm-hmm. big bucks.
0: Another another interesting part of it was the Gosling Roseman Pike relationship where she's going to be his boss and then it turns into I said it while I was watching I'm like okay they're in a bar right now talking they're gonna be having sex within about 45 seconds it takes longer they develop more of a relationship and she's trying to steer him in the right direction but he just he just just won't do it and she said she says to him something along the lines of you need to be able to do what you're told yeah and he just kind of walks away
1: yeah he does it's a good one and is that it for your notes for function? Uh,
0: plot twist uh good energy Roseman pike all right this is my one gripe Antique? with it okay and it's nothing to do with the movies it's just the accents don't really make sense okay so i'm pretty do they sure
1: have accents? Huh.
0: that's the part of it that doesn't so it's in the movie is in california mm-hmm. they don't we don't really establish that they're from anywhere else i'm pretty sure like Anthony Hopkins' character is Irish, but his Irish accent kind of like isn't thick, but it also kind of just shows up at random oh, points and okay. sentences. So wow, that, I've never noticed that. That That's kind good. of threw me off. And Ryan Gosling kind of I know he's Canadian, and he got Canadian. rid of his he got rid of his Canadian accent like as he was younger, like trying to become an actor. He kind of sounds like he's from Texas. Oh, okay. like he has random points where he's just kind of like talking a little bit like this. Oh, I didn't just... have to
1: watch. It. I I don't remember that. So it's been a while since I've seen it though. So
0: that was my only. And it's not even like it didn't ruin the movie or anything. I was just right. kind of like, where are they from? Because I remember Ryan Gosling played. Um, he was in First Man, the Damien Chazelle movie right. about like the going first to... going to the moon for the first oh, time. Yep, yeah. I don't did he play? I think he might have played Buzz Aldrin. Oh. Did but it? whoever whoever he played had a southern accent so right. it just kind of sounded the same to me yeah okay yeah, that was my only
1: that's pretty good right but yeah, that's again, your only
0: just a great movie that right. i didn't know no. like I, I had heard of it but i'd never really yeah. thought about but once i watched them like this is that might even be on My list of favorite movies.
1: Nice. That is so exciting when that happens. I love it. Okay. So you made me watch the movie Dope.
0: Yes. When did that come out? 2017. 16 or 17.
1: So loved it. Oh, okay. I really, really enjoyed it. I find it it was very entertaining, very different than Fracture. So that's why I was like, let's not do back and forth because very different. So it's about this kid who's um, applying to Harvard. He's like the straight A student. He is African-American, but he's not, like, in a gang. He's not really into sports. He's not, like, he just kind of But also in is
0: a rough neighborhood where they have, like, very metal detectors at their, at their school and gang life all around them. But he's
1: just a good him. kid. Like, he's just a good... Him like, and his
0: two friends. And his two
1: friends. So one is female, but she's a lesbian. So kind of it looks like it's just three guys most of the time because she dresses uh, and, very masculine.
0: And people... Don't people say she's a girl? Yeah, guy? like,
1: they they say it. Anyways, their friendship's amazing. I loved it. They really had, you know, each other's backs most of the time. Sometimes they were like, bye, we're out of here. But
0: Well, because it gets to the point where it's a little outrageous. Like, the, the situation they're dealing with because they're just high school kids.
1: Yeah, so they're high school kids and they're in this bar which he goes to because of Zoe Kravitz which was a nice surprise for me. I really like her and I didn't know she was in the movie. I didn't want to read anything. I just wanted to, like, go into it. So that was a nice surprise because I really like her. So um, he goes to this club and And he somehow ends up with his backpack has drugs in it. And then he doesn't know what to do. And a gun. And he doesn't know what to do with it. His friends are like, let's take it to the cops. Let's do this. Anyways, the whole movie is just about what to do with this. And um, yeah, they ended up, yeah, I don't know if I should say much more. but So my only gripe with it, I would say, is there is this scene that is so good. And it's almost right at the very end. And I think it should have been the very last scene. So it it is. I don't know if you remember this, but it's his college or to right into Harvard. It's what he says to Harvard, and then his last line is, "But would you have asked this of a white man?" Mm-hmm. And he puts on his hoodie, like his right? He has his hoodie on and he says it, like he's talking to the camera almost because he's on like a street corner. And he puts up his hoodie and he walks away. And I was like, oh, that scene was so powerful and so good. And I think they should have ended the movie there. So then he goes and he kind of meets up with Zoe. They have like a, it's literally like three more scenes and the movies over. And I think they could have... He could have seen Zoe before that, and they ended it right with him. Would you have asked that? of? Put his hood up and walked away, and that was the end of the movie. I think that would have been great. But, I mean, if that's my only gripe, again, it was great. I really liked his college thing. It was only like a paragraph, but I found it very powerful. and mm-hmm. Yeah, so I really liked it. So thank you for – I don't know if I've ever heard of it, so I appreciate you.
0: I honestly gave it to you because I was curious. I've watched that movie maybe two or three times, and I still have mixed – mixed opinions reviews of it just because i really don't like that they set this character up as like a like mild mannered kid i really don't like when he has the gun right i didn't really love that scene. no
1: no because then it yeah it didn't seem very authentic to To his his but i also think he was like that because he had been pushed so hard out of his comfort zone that he just got fed up and he was like I'm tired like there were scenes like when they're biking home from school they can't go down certain streets because the people steal their stuff or they you know so I think he just got pushed so hard on that movie that he just snaps almost like that's enough like I am you know just wants to live his life he doesn't want to like he gets his shoes stolen and he gets like you know they're always taking things from him so yeah so um, I'm really glad you told me. I didn't even know about it. I'm so glad I watched it. I liked it a lot.
0: Um, The other weird part of that movie is I just wanted to look up to make sure it was the girl I was thinking of. It's Chanel Iman. Is, is
1: she the sister who's naked all the time?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. And ends yeah. up just like randomly peeing.
1: That was a really funny scene, actually. She takes the drugs from him because she- anyways so long whatever convoluted of how they get there but he ends up at this house and there's a girl there who's always naked really nice body but just jealous um <laughs> um and she uh ends up taking it and then she gets like crazy and he was supposed to be in his interview and she decides to drive him and then she ends up peeing on the side of the road anyways yeah it's there's some crazy scenes of course like Mm -hmm. it's it
0: has to be a little outrageous at points it's
1: outrageous but then it's got some it's got some heart to it and it's yeah it's good
0: uh did you also notice asap rocky
1: oh uh he's
0: the one that wants to be with silly Kravitz's character but he's like a nicer right right they go to the club and he's there he's there with tyga
1: yes yes
0: and I thought his character, like for a guy who I never really saw as an actor, I thought he was really good in that yeah, movie, no like in is. that role.
1: Yeah, he was really good.
0: Um, a couple. Oh, uh, Tony Revolori, who's in Spider-Man, he's Flash, like the bully. Oh, okay. Like calls him like Penis Parker and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Um, he's the third friend. Friend, yes. And yes. he thinks he's black, and yes, the he two really does. And he, the other two, really like shutting him down. Yes. of No, you're not.
1: No, you're not. No. Yeah, no, it was a good movie. So thank you for the recommendation.
0: I have one more. Sorry, oh, one more thing. sorry. No, 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 it's okay. The uh, friend that they meet at like band camp, the white guy with the curly hair, oh. who ends up like helping helping, helping love them. so much, but yes. he also does say the N word a few he does, times. does, and, and he's gets like, pun-
1: why can't I say that? And they really call him out on it. It's funny.
0: Yeah, his char- I thought his character isn't in it that much, but he was just...
1: He's very impactful, though, <laughs> yeah. when he is in it. So it's good. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you liked it.
1: Yeah, well, I'm always down to watch something, especially something I haven't heard of. Like I don't know why I didn't. Um, so, out of my list, which one do you think intrigued you? Which one do you think you'd want to watch?
0: Um, a list because yeah. like when. Um,
1: Sorry, it's on two different pages, though.
0: It's okay. What well, it was actually there was a couple. The one was oh okay. I'll just uh, right. <laughs> definitely your honorable mention. Really, the people oh, caught yeah. the people caught my attention and uh i mean i watched fracture um so yeah i would say kodachrome or i mean again seeing the way way back um probably short term 12 just mm. a, your description from it r- really interested me
1: okay yeah, yeah Those right. would be. The so two. you're gonna watch that for next week
0: uh those are two options
1: oh you want me to pick sure um ooh i haven't seen short term 12 in a while i just remember it like sticking with me uh i would go kodachrome i think for you okay because you like jason sudeikis and yeah Mm -hmm. and then let me know what you think yeah and which one am i watching of yours
0: all right um well you've also seen most of them
1: um
0: chef mid 90s set it up um i'm gonna say i'm gonna say you watch searching okay I yeah. think High Flying Bird's another one you should watch. We'll talk about that at some point. But okay. I think searching, I think you really. It's on Netflix. Uh, I'll know. find it. Yeah, okay. yeah, I can help you find it.
1: Great. All right.
0: Well, that's episode three.
1: That's it. We'll be back with something new next week. Mm-hmm. we got some good ideas. So hopefully, stay tuned.
0: Yeah. And if you want to follow us, subscribe anywhere, anywhere you find your podcast, it'll be in the description of this episode. This is episode three
1: of Popinion.